I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my team business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Get a free copy of Chantel Ray's Five Alive Contract, the form that she has her agents sign to get a guaranteed $75,000 salary if they don't make it in commissions. A very controversial plan that's happening in her market today. You can get a free copy. Just text CONTRACT to 444-999 or go to hybendigital.com backslash contract. That's hybendigital.com backslash contract or just text contract to 444-999. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I have an expert at buying houses. An expert at real estate in general from Georgia, some random place in Georgia that I never heard of. I have Whitney Nicely on the line and and she has a company, Whitney Buys Houses. And she was recommended to me as someone who would be perfect for the rock star audience. So I reached out to her and she was nice enough to take time out of her busy schedule to jump on the show. So without further ado, Whitney Nicely, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Well, thank you. And I like to hang out with all sorts of people when I can nerd out on real estate. And this seems like the right place to be able to do that. Yeah, let's nerd out on some real estate. Tell us about, uh, t- why don't you give our uh, audience a little rundown on you, on who you are? Well, I've been flipping houses since 2009. I started flipping houses with my parents back during the middle of the recession. And the first house that I flipped was one of their rental houses. And I fell in love with the process, fell in love with the house and moved in. So I didn't make any money and they didn't make any money, but they had a happy daughter for about 10 years. So that was good. (laughs) And in 2014, I started doing lease options because honestly, I put all my money into real estate and then... I couldn't buy any more houses. I bought two and then I was out of money and I was like, well, crap, I got to figure out how to do this and make money and not have to spend my own. Mm -hmm. So I started lease options in 2014 and now I have 16 houses, 19 apartment units and seven chunks of land. Whoa. Okay. 16 houses, 19 apartment units and seven chunks of land. And you did all these without traditional mortgages? Well, I will tell you that my apartments do have mortgages on them. Okay. We bought them at about seven, 70 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much didn't have to put anything down on them because we were under the LTV through the banks. Yes. And so, yeah, we are cash flowing them really 
quickly. Okay. So you got a traditional, like a little commercial loan or something on that then, right? Yeah, we went to a small town bank. I don't have anything through the big guys, um, but my houses and my land are all either lease options, owner financed, or paid with cash from the cash flow of the other properties. Lease <laughs> options, owner finance, or paid with cash. Okay. Lease options, owner finance, or paid with cash. I, I, I like that. Very good. Makes sense. I like how you, you know, try to find traditional ways because, as you know, Fannie Mae doesn't like it for any investor to own more than 10 houses uh, and won't give you loans or traditional loans. After that, you have to get commercial loans, which have very short terms on them, generally higher interest rates, and they, they can't last for 30 years or 20 years or 15 years, even as some of these mortgages or owner financing uh, options can last. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about this, uh, Whitney, because you give this, this incredible class that I've read some good press on. It's called six ways to find off market properties mm -hmm. without a huge budget. And uh, you've obviously uh, proven yourself with this. A lot of our listeners are in sellers markets and it's because not only becoming tough for them to find listings, but it's becoming tough for their investor clients to find houses to buy. So maybe you can help them by giving them six ways to find off-market properties. Well, I'll tell you, the six ways that I'm going to go over are going to be kind of weird. I need you to think outside the box, and I need you to trust me that these things are going to work. And yeah, one thing we want we want that because we don't want a bunch <laughs> of cliches, you know. Uh, no, that, that's not what you're going to get here at all. Um, one thing I want to mention, too, while you're talking about the banks, it's almost like the bank, the, the, especially the big banks and these rules and laws, it's almost like they want to keep you poor. I mean, you can only have 10. Like, please tell me how much money I can make. No, you have to get outside the box. You have to find off-market properties. You have to find sellers who don't want to go the normal route, and you have to help them. And whether you're an agent or you're an investor, there's people out there in your market that the normal marketing methods are never going to appeal to them. They can feel the sales slime all over it mm. and they just won't come to it. The sales so. slime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, all right. So you want to start with the biggest let's, and best, yeah, I guess. Let, well, well no, let's start with the, let's start with the least and then we'll go like a David Letterman top 10 We'll say the top six ways and we'll go backwards. So way number six to find off-market properties. I hope everybody knows what a bandit sign is. Mm -hmm. And in investing, that's a little dinky sign at the four-way stop that says, I buy houses. yellow signs with black ink on them or uh, we buy houses. Mm -hmm. um, Cash close in seven days, blah, blah, blah. Those things work. That those things really work. So it's 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 embarrassing to put those up, probably because people are going to be zoom 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 zoom. Or I say in some people's minds, it's embarrassing. Some people think, oh gosh, those things never work. What a waste of time. Everybody knows that that's a scam. You know, I know everyone listening probably has incorrect uh, limiting beliefs in regards to bandit signs uh, tell me prove to me why uh, i'm incorrect or they're incorrect in thinking that give me some proven give me give me a story a success story okay i have a i, I buy most of my houses in knox county and jefferson county tennessee i've just recently moved to georgia all my houses are in east tennessee it's home sweet home to me so i have in jefferson city a pawn shop most small little dinky towns have 
pawn shops. And I walked in and spoke to the lady who owned the pawn shop or her husband owns it or whoever. And I said, hey, I'd like to put a sign out in the front yard. Is that okay with you? And she said, well, it's government property anyway. I don't mow it. And I was like, oh, yeah, good point. So I put a sign out there. It's right across from the grocery store in town. Half of the town's coming through the pawn shop at least once a week. You know, like it's that kind of town. And I put a sign out that said, Whitney buys houses. And before I could get to the next red light, it doesn't matter what house I'm selling or if I'm just trying to buy houses, before I can drive to the next red light, my phone will be ringing Mm. with somebody wanting to sell something or wanting to buy something. It is hot. Better than a billboard, hot. How often do you put this sign, how often do you have to replace this sign in front of the pawn shop? Three or four months. Every three or four, so it lasts three or four months, really? (laughs) It's amazing. Well, I figure it will last a couple of days. Some towns, I know some towns will only let you be up for three minutes, you know, and you'll be lucky to last that long. But in my little town that I'm working, and I would encourage you if you're in a big city, maybe go to the next county over and plop down a sign. There's mm. people out there that need to get rid of houses too. Especially if all the other investors are running towards downtown, maybe you need to run away from downtown to find the good deals. It's still money, right? Still houses. Yes. Okay. So, well, that's that. Well, if you know, that's it, right? So number six (laughs) is bandit signs and a great idea on top of the bandit signs, put it in front of a pawn shop because that is where people who are desperate go, right? People who need money go brilliant. And I'll tell you, one of the first calls I got off a bandit sign was a guy and he said, hey, you buy houses. Where's your office? I'll be there in about 10 minutes. I want to sign the paperwork and give you my keys. And I was like, hold on, dude. What? What's the address? How much do you want? What's it worth? He was like, you buy houses. You figure all that out. I'm just bringing you the keys. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so what happened was that was was there a mortgage on it? I mean, yeah, there's a mortgage on it. So I did a lease option deal on it right there that day. I wasn't out begging for it. And two weeks later, I got a check from a tenant buyer for about 5,800 bucks. And I started making the payments. I didn't owe my seller anything. He wanted to give the house away. He wanted somebody to take over his payments. And I said, I'd take over his payments. Uh, they're about $600 a month. And I rent the house for 850 a month. And so I make 250 a month and I got the 5800 up front. I think I owed him like 67,000 and I sold it for 96. So I'm going to make money three different ways and at least every month until somebody else Did you moves sell into the it house. to the tenant? Not yet. Uh, they're coming up in June on their two years. They'll either extend and give me another 5000 down or they'll leave and I'll find somebody else to give me 5 or 10,000 and start it over. And then you keep the 5800 if they leave, right? Oh yeah, it's non-refundable. I've already spent that. So they, so they, <laughs> uh, they essentially have to buy it, right? I mean, if they buy it, that fifty-eight hundred goes towards their down payment, right? No, actually, the way I do lease options, the first five thousand they give me is a non-refundable option fee. Hmm. Anything you give me over that goes towards your purchase price. Wow. So I've had people give me forty thousand dollars and leave in six months. That's the benefit, right? Is that you get this lease option fee right? Right away. They're paying Mm -hmm. to do a lease option versus just Mm -hmm. buying it outright because Mm -hmm. they can't buy it outright. Mm -hmm. So tell me about this 40 grand in six months. What happened there? Um, That was a word of mouth kind of transaction, which goes along with my third strategy. You want to do that one when we get to it? Oh, did you do the second one? Is the second one the pawn shop? No, the second one is actually Craigslist. 
Oh, okay. So, okay. Wait a minute. So Sorry. Let, let's do this right. <laughs> so number six is the bandit signs. Number yes. five is Craigslist. Okay. What yes. do you, what do you tell me? Exact. So here, uh, we always offer meat and potatoes. We want spell out the ad so someone can write it down. Okay. What I don't want you to say on Craigslist is, Hey, I buy houses. Call me quickly. That doesn't give them any reason to really call you. Okay. I want you to kind of pretend like you're writing a Tinder ad or a Match.com ad Whoa. and say, hi, I'm looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath house with white siding and a picket fence, and I don't want any dog restrictions, and I need this, and I need that, and all this other stuff. Oh, by the way, if you have a house like this and you're tired of being a landlord, call me. I can take over this problem for you. Or you can write your little description and then you say, you know, I bought a house or I talked to a lady last week and she'd inherited a piece of property that she didn't want anymore and she didn't want the headaches. Mm -hmm. So if you're experiencing headaches from a property that you got from mom and dad and you don't even want the silly thing, call me. Mm. You have to give them some meat and potatoes. You can't just say, I buy houses. That's great. But what kind? The other thing that you can do that's amazing on Craigslist is you can say, okay, I'm from Knoxville. So I could say that I want to buy houses in the Powell School District. Or I want to buy houses within two miles of Carson Newman College. Or so I the, wanna... more, the more specific you get, the better your response. And I found this too. I used to I used to do the, the auto dialer where we would – you know, where it would leave messages on um, everyone's home answering machine. Uh, mm -hmm. Back in the day, we could just leave like a thousand messages and with, with one voice. And I would say, I'm looking for a home in the River Hill School District. We have some buyers in from Akron, Ohio, who've seen everything mm -hmm. in the neighborhood. They don't like anything. They're looking for, a, you know, a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, two-car garage. I mean, I would get very specific. And the more specific I got the more calls I would get uh, because it sounds real. Like right? so, It sounds like somebody has actually called you and people want to feel special. Mm. So if you let them feel special, that's how match and Tinder work. If you make them feel special, you're good. If you feel sleazy and slimy, ain't nobody playing with that. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I love that. So how many of these suckers do you run? And like now with Craigslist, everything just like falls to the bottom after a day, right? So it kind of Oh, yeah, of you have to post down. twice a day. And you want to post when you're eating. So either between 6 and 9 a.m. or 6 and 9 p.m. And I prefer you did both. And it may be that 7 o'clock works. But it might Why? be on Saturdays that 9 o'clock works. Why? Because people get on Craigslist when they're bored, when they're eating, when they're getting ready to do their day, or they do it when they get to the office. So it looks like they're getting ready, they're amping up their brain, they're amping up their computer, but they're really just there before their boss gets there and they're wasting time. They're trolling, kind of. If you're up there and you're at the top of the list then, and then you're at the top of the list again when they get back home, you're on the top of their mind. And you do it subconsciously without like busting in the door like Kool-Aid, you keep coming through the back door like <laughs> somebody they know, like, and trust. Hmm. That's great advice. I like that. Okay. That's good. Thanks for, thanks for being specific and exact. That's good. Two times a day, guys, very specific is you can run as many ads as you want. So long as they're different specifics, right? I'm looking for this or I'm looking for that. Right? In my experience, your competition or, you know, some jerk 16 year old that doesn't have anything else to do will delete it. If you do it more than twice a day, twice a day, about 12 hours apart seems to be the magic formula for that. So you can try it every hour on the hour, but I think you're going to see a lot more of them getting flagged and getting deleted. Okay. 
All right, cool. Well, that's good advice too. Okay, so what's number four? Oh, I'm having a hard time with number four. I'm going to go with FISBO signs on number four. What's that? So that's I mean, actually, I know we know what a FISBO is, but. Well, that's actually, you know, kind of combined with driving for dollars and looking for those red and white signs that say for, for sale by owner. I have no idea what I'm doing. Please, Lord, somebody help me. That's what a FISBO sign says so if you you're, don't know. You're, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so you're saying uh, basically just to drive around looking for FISBOs. Well, even better than that is to get your mom, to get your wife, to get your friends, to get your Sunday school driving around looking for these signs. And you simply say, hey, y'all, I need some house. I'm, I need some help. I'm trying to buy all these houses, but I can't cover the whole county. So when you see a sign that looks like this, get up close enough so I can read the phone number. I'll call them and hunt it down. Mm. By the way, I really appreciate you helping me with my new investment plan. Okay. So just get don't, a bunch of bird dogs out there. Yeah, but I don't pay them. People want to help you. If you tell them specifically what you need, they will give it to you. My mom is terrible, though, to see like a for sale by, so, by owner sign like half mile down the road. And she's like, oh, just stick your head out the window and just get a picture of it. I'm like, but you can't read the number. <laughs> it's too far away. She's like, well, you didn't say you need to read the number. <laughs> so do you find a lot of people put up FISBO signs and, 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 and do that without putting them on I don't know where they put them now. Fisbo.com? For sure. Without they, putting them on. They go to yeah. Lowe's on a Saturday morning. In fact, go hang out at Lowe's and Home Depot on Saturday mornings and hang out in the mailbox aisle. <laughs> and everybody that comes by to get one of those silly little signs say, oh, you know, I was here trying to think about a sign that I should put up in one of the houses I bought. Maybe I should just come to look at yours and then you don't need to waste your time with this $15 sign and all the scum buckets that are going to want to come look through your house when I could just do it for you. <laughs> that's great okay uh, all right cool i'll go with that so all right and those signs i'm telling you friday night date saturday morning date needs to be in the mailbox aisle of lowe's and home depot talking to those fizbos before everybody else does these are off-market properties at this point guys get get to, get with it <laughs> <laughs> and they only buy those things on friday nights and saturday mornings is that when they do it okay uh, I, I, you know, I like your exact advice, right? Go there, <laughs> you know, Friday night and Saturday morning to Lowe's and stand in the mailbox aisle. I mean, that's yeah. can't get more specific than that. And that goes along with number three. Okay. What do you got? All right. Number three is a button. It's a little yellow button with black writing mm -hmm. in Times New Roman. And it says, I buy houses. Mm. Okay. I'm sure That's you could it. go That's online, all. Google I buy houses button yeah. and, and find a million places that sell them. For sure. I'll mail you one if you get my course. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, but it just says I buy houses. All right. And you wear that button around. I'm telling you, like, think about a cop or a firefighter. When they have their badge on, they have more confidence. They stand taller in their ability. They have it a little bit, you know, when they're not on duty, but it really gives them that presence. A doctor, when he's got his, you know, hospital badge on, he's taller and confident and strong. And if you have a badge on, if you have a button on that says, I buy houses, it breaks the ice like twice as fast as just standing there saying, yeah, I buy houses. If you're wearing a silly little button that says I buy houses, like nobody's not, nobody's going to wear that button if they're not actually trying to buy houses. So if you're standing in the mailbox aisle 
wearing a button that says, I buy houses, talking to a FISBO about buying their house, they see it, they hear it coming out of your mouth, and they're more likely to say, yeah, come on over. I'll show you where the goods are hidden. At Rebus University, we seek out the best practices of today's top real estate agents and travel around the world to film them and bring them to you in an educational format. Listen to what one of North Carolina's top REMAX agents has to say about our new certified listing program. Hey, Pat, this is Buddy Blake with REMAX Essential. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked, but I wanted to call you and thank you and your team at uh, Rebus University. We did the Listing Agent University and Listing Specialist course. I did it myself months ago, and I will tell you that that was one of the most informative systems I've ever done. It is meat and potato stuff versus the theoretical bullcrap that you see people say and do, and certainly you go to all these conventions and people show you all these whiz-bang new ideas. This was real in the trenches stuff, and uh, I use it myself. And you may not even know it, but we use it for my team. I have a team of about 10. And before I allow buyer agents to take on new listings and become listing agents per se, be able to do listings, they are required to go through this course. Also, we've expanded it out. I have five Remax offices, and we've got over 100 agents in our company and a good percentage of them are now taking this course as a training program, especially new agents that we've onboard that are brand new into our system. We require them before they can go on their first listing appointment to take and pass this entire course. It is the best thing that's out there right now. And I want to thank you for putting it together. I'm looking forward to getting involved with some of the other courses and really looking forward to maybe a buyer agent course. That would be wonderful. But uh, I just wanted to thank you for the opportunity to work with your team. Thank you for taking the time to put it together. It was absolutely fabulous, Pat. Thank you so much. And I just hope you know how much you and your organization means to us. Thank you. For $200 off this program, use coupon code CLA200. The Chantel Ray Five Alive program is now public. Yes, now anybody in the universe can find out what goes on behind the scenes, what the step-by-step procedures are, and what she is doing to grow so many agents making well over six figures a year. For a copy of this program, go to rebusuniversity.com and get $200 off with the coupon code 5ALIVE200. 5ALIVE200. I'll give you 200 bucks off, which is a smoking deal that others will not get, I promise you, in the future. 5ALIVE200. Just the number 5 and the number 200. At rebusuniversity.com. This is good stuff. So now I got people on the show, I mean, that are listening to the show now going, well, you know, I don't buy houses or I might only buy a house once in a while. Uh, how can they, and this is kind of a loaded question, I know the answer, but how can they take these 
four yeah. things so far and flip them so that they turn them into listings for themselves and commissions instead of houses. Well, I'll tell you that a lot of real estate agents started getting into real estate because they did want to be an investor. They wanted to buy houses. And there's something deep down inside of all of us, I think, that we want to buy houses. And whether this is a house for ourselves, or whether it's a house that we want to help an investor buy or whether it's a house that we want to list, like if, I mean, I'm not saying that there's anybody out there that would turn down a good house. Like if I was talking to a millionaire and he wanted to just give me the house, whether I was in the market to buy a million dollar house or not, I'd want to go talk to him. So I think this is just going to come down to, you know, your preference. And most people want to buy houses on some level, whether they want to buy a better one for themselves or whether they want to simply help other people buying houses. And that phrase is going to be what gets you in the market because here's a secret. Some people don't like agents. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like investors. Mm -hmm. But if you're just a person that solves problems in the real estate area, this button basically says that without saying that in a long phrase. Okay. So that, uh, yeah, that, so it could be the link and you could say, yeah, I buy houses and obviously, you know, it's just like, if we don't sell your house, we'll buy it for free or whatever. Yeah. We'll buy it. You know, it's all, you could always set it so that, yeah, I buy houses at 70% of market. Oh, they want 80% of market or they want 90% of market. So let me list it for you and, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's. Talking to those sellers, no matter how you flip it, I mean, I've got some of my students and they've got mommy buys houses because daddy is an agent. Mm-hmm. Their button says mommy buys like houses it. and like they've got it. shirts. The kids wear shirts that says my mommy buys houses. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, yeah. like it, it just breaks the ice. And I'm telling you, I wore, I used to wear my button all the time. Now I've got Whitney buys houses stuff all the time and it, my Whitney buys houses shirts, jackets, hoodies, whatever, do not work as well as this button because this button, people are going to kind of laugh at it. It's kind of silly, but when they're laughing, they're entertained and they want to talk to you more. They will confess all of their real estate sins right there in the grocery store with no, no holds barred. I mean, Mm -hmm. just like puking it out on you. In fact, I bought a house, the lady at the grocery store behind the deli counter slicing the turkey was like, Hey, my mom, just passed and we need to sell her house in 15 acres. And I was like, great. My mom and I will be there tonight when you get off work. Mm. <laughs> and we bought the house. That's I went to the bank one time, you know, just cashing check, depositing a check, just, you know, bank stuff. I had my button on. The teller was like, oh, hey, I forgot you buy houses. I'm getting divorced. I need to sell my house. We haven't listed it yet. You want to come over? Of course I do. Wow. The thing about the button is getting ahead of everybody else. I also don't think it's false advertising because a Wendy's cheeseburger never looks like it does on the commercials and ain't nobody complaining about that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the way you think and the way you talk. So this is fun. So, okay. So the top six ways to find off market properties, we got the top four or the bottom four. So what is the second best way to find off market properties? Yellow letters and investors send lots of yellow letters and I'm in a lot of groups online with Facebook agents and a lot of them have never heard of a yellow letter. They don't know what a yellow letter is. Mm. So it's basically like just, you know, a yellow pad of paper that's Mm -hmm. got the lines on it. I use the letter size, not the legal size. I'm not an attorney. And I just 
write out, hey, I want to buy your house at, I live a big blank spot. And then down below it, I said, uh, if you want to sell it quickly, give me a call. Thanks, Whitney. Here's my phone number. Now, because I am an agent at the bottom, I say, hey, I have a license. I'm a broker, but I don't list houses. I buy them. Call me fast before I get booked up, before I buy too many or, you know, <laughs> right. whatever. Yeah, okay. So that it creates that urgency and it gets it out of the way that I'm an agent, but I don't want to list it. I'm not normal. Okay. So who do you send this to? I send it to absentee owners that are free and clear or with high equity because a lot of these people are tired landlords or they've inherited a house and they live three states away or they're making two payments. Like a lot of people are, I call it the bridge program. So a newly married couple, they go out, they get a two one, they live in it until they have a kid, then they get a three two, they keep the two one because they got good jobs and good credit <laughs> and they can get another one. And then they have another kid. So then they go buy a four, two and a half, but mm. they got this string of bridges behind them. And, you know, they thought, well, we're going to be a landlord and that's fine and that's fine until the kids were in soccer and pool and yeah. gymnastics and all this other crap. And they're like, oh, I just cannot so, deal with so being a landlord anymore. Where do you so get where do you get these? Where do you get these addresses? You can get these. There's lots of different places online that you can get them. Some of the places you could use list source. I use Melissa data. Uh, you can also just hire people that'll do this all for you. They'll stuff the envelopes, they'll mail them, they'll print them, all of it. So you can do it really cheap. Like I'll teach you how to be your own print shop if you want to be. And I'll also just teach you the uh, psychology behind it if you just want somebody else to go and do it. Okay, so you said List Source and Melissa Data. I'll, I'll put both of those tools on the show notes for this, which mm -hmm. is digital.com backslash Whitney Nicely. And it's just like the adjective nice and then an ly on the end so one thing i was going to ask you uh, whitney about the yellow letters right you said i want to buy your house at and you leave a big space why do you leave a big space what are you doing so you there? can go back you can go back through and say one two three main street oh well, you pre-write them and then just like yeah, okay. your calls this is like a sniper shot straight to you know the heart of the matter and you'll be surprised the sellers that'll call back and be like I haven't even told anybody else that I was thinking about selling this house. How did you know mm. I was thinking about selling this one? Indeed. Hmm. Well, because I'm good, and that's what I do. So <laughs> make them feel special. Make them feel special. And if you send out 100 a week, which is what I want you to do, don't tell them that. Tell them that you drive for dollars. You found three or four houses that looked like they were empty. You shot them a letter. Oh, I'm not really sure which one you are right now. Hold on. Let me get my notes so that I can, you know, ask you some more questions about it. Uh, my partner, wife, girlfriend, husband, whatever, must have taken all the notes. Let me just start fresh with you. And that's when you fill out the lead sheet. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's this whole thing and that you really got to get behind and you've got to own this role that you're playing. So that you can get the deal done. Right. We're talking off market here, guys. These are the golden gooses of a seller's market. You've got to play your role. So you, you play the role as if you know all about their house, but then you say, oh, well, I can't find the notes. Someone took them. Let me a get kid must have gotten let them. It. Hold on. Yeah. Let exactly. me get them again real quick. Exactly. And then you say, okay, now this is good. You know, after you fill out the lead sheet, um, you say, you know, this is good. Let me. Uh, let me look around. Let me do some homework on it, and I'll, I'll call you back. And Or actually, you know, are you close? Can I go look at this thing? Mm, okay. Yeah, so you just say rather, hey, you know, rather than fill all this out, hey, are you close by? Mm -hmm. Can I swing by? 
tell you what, I'm going to look at another house because you're busy. You're a busy person. Mm-hmm. And whether you're going to look at your house, your mom's house, or, you know, just a house, mm-hmm. you always got to say that. I'm going to look at another house. It's going to be kind of in the area. I could probably fit it into my calendar to come look at yours. And, you know, I'll make you an offer while I'm there. <laughs> I love it. So now, whether you make a purchase and sell offer, you make a listing offer because that's what's going to fit best for their house, you have to keep fluffing their ego so that you are only working for them. You're only interested in them. It's their house that's the shining star out there in the market that nobody else has found. And I'm telling you, you do just these five ways and you'll have four pipelines full. Boom. Wow. Okay. Okay. So what is the number one way to find off-market sellers? You're not going to believe this, but I'm going to tell you anyway, and it's going to probably be a little bit disappointing, but it's Facebook. Hmm. Okay. Break it down. And Give me some exacts. I'm not talking about boosted posts. I'm not talking mm. about ads. I'm talking about your friends, your friends of friends, yard sale groups, your mom's Facebook account. Like we're all on Facebook because we're super nosy because mm-hmm. we want to passive aggressively be involved in other people's lives without actually having to keep up with them. Right. It's the perfect place, but you can't just say, I buy houses, I buy houses, I buy houses. Right. You have to, again, give them the meat. Mm. And I've got 12 different templates. You can copy and paste my words. You put your own picture in and you have leads coming all the time. Mm. Facebook is so powerful and most people are wasting it with cat videos and, you know, other crazy stuff. <laughs> they so could be making so, so you much go money. into groups, you go into yard sale groups, you go into community groups, you join them and then you start letting everyone know you buy houses in those groups and then you just start letting your, your sphere, uh, friends on Facebook, uh, know you buy houses. But how exactly do you let them know you buy houses if you don't want to say, I buy houses, I buy houses, I buy houses? Well, especially in the groups because those moderators won't let you spam. But what you can do is take a picture of an ugly bathroom. Say you saw a bathroom that was just, e- I mean, either just disgusting or it had that pretty pink tile in mm-hmm. it, you know? And you put this picture up and you're like, hey, I need somebody to help me flip this bathroom. Do you know any plumbers? Do you know any sheetrock guys? Do you know anybody? And then through the comments, people will start asking you, where'd you find this? What are you going to do with it? Can I buy it from you? And then in your reply, this is where you get super like sniper sneaky. And you're like, oh, well, I buy houses. I love bathrooms that look like this. I make, you know, ton of money from bathrooms that look like this. I offer cash. For houses that look like this and then boom like the next day you wake up with 19 messages from people that have that bathroom that was their mom's and they inherited it or they had that as their first little dinky house and they're trying to get rid of it and like it's unreal the <laughs> leads that you'll start getting when you start mouthing off in those groups wow <laughs> all very helpful all very on the up and up not right. spammy at all right right because you're, you're you're posing totally essentially it totally flies under the moderators. They're like, they're in on the conversations. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah use this guy. Yeah. Yeah. This, hey, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, well, Whitney, this, this has been very enlightening. I like all six ways. I think all six ways will work for finding properties to buy, hold, uh, buy, flip, or just simply listing. Again, it's Absolutely. no different than these agents that advertise 
you know, um, if I can't sell it, I'll buy it or having a unique selling proposition to get the lead essentially where the rare chance of them actually buying it because it doesn't sell ever happens. It's the same thing. It's a way to get people to call, to get to talk to people. Maybe you'll buy one. Maybe you'll, you'll not, but you'll say, yeah, well, I usually buy for 60% of market value. Sounds like you want to get more than that. Let me talk to you about listing it because I also am a licensed realtor and can list it for you as well. Or you say, you know, well, I, I know somebody that'll buy it for 70 cents on the dollar. They're an investor of mm. mine. Do you care if I, you know, show them? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If I can get this done without Three having stages. to go through the rest of the, yeah. You buy it for the lowest. Someone else buys it as a wholesale flip or you put it in MLS for the full price or a little below. You have so many options that you can spin into your script, into your speech, into your spiel. Mm. But if you don't get in front of those sellers, then you don't have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, I also tell you, you know, how many ads do you see? And, you know, they bring in some leads, wah, wah, wah. But how many HGTV show addicts are out there? And if you can be your community's own little Facebook, hey, I do this, it's really cool. If you want to kind of live this fantasy with me, then all you got to do is send me a lead or send me this or send me that. And suddenly, I mean, if you do this consistently for two or three weeks, you're suddenly the person in your community that's getting all of these leads and you're not spending a dime on billboards or magnets or knocking on doors or worrying about hangers or all this other crap. Hmm. You are just the person because you stood up and said you were the person and now you got to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Great stuff. Good stuff. Well, Wendy, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're running busy and I know that uh, you got a lot of things going on. So I really appreciate you coming in and giving our rock star audience a huge amount of meat and potatoes. All of Whitney's information is going to be on hybendigital.com backslash Whitney nicely. And again, it's like nice with an L-Y. Whitney, listen, if ever in Knoxville, Tennessee or surrounding wherever that random part of Georgia is that uh, <laughs> you go back and forth to, I will um, definitely look you up and we can break some bread. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Pat. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face -face someday, but in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.